It's the commute home with Nick and Derek. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make the commute home. Hey, this is Derek. Hey, Derek, it's Nick. How are you, sir? I'm all right. So, uh, about a year ago, you started telling me about this new thing called Movie Pass, and it was letting you go and see all these movies that you wanted to see, and it was only costing you about uh, 10 bucks a month. So I kind of thought about getting on the bandwagon and sign up for it. Thing was, I usually watch movies at home. Okay. So for me, the math didn't make sense, and I never really kind of got jumped on the bandwagon and got into it. Since you and I have been talking about movies so much lately, I thought about going out and getting MoviePass. So a few weeks ago, I went and I started researching what it's really about and understanding it and then getting things down. And uh, as I'm getting prepared to do that, I start looking online and I start seeing on Twitter uh, this kind of mass exodus of people canceling their MoviePass accounts because they were blacking out new movies that are opening week. And then I start going on the, on the stock market stuff and checking out how the stocks are doing. And it's been interesting kind of slowly for the last few weeks, I've been tracking the stock and seeing as it's been going down, 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 down. And it's been incredibly interesting for me, kind of what I think is as a company failing. So they've been playing a lot of games in these last few weeks. They did a reverse stock split, which means if you had 250 stocks of, of uh, for MoviePass, that turned into one stock. Uh, and then they've been trying to raise more money, just trying to do whatever they can to keep the company afloat. And it's uh, <laughs> nothing is working for them. So I was wondering, you know, if you had one stock of MoviePass and then they did that reverse stock split, you now own one 250th of a stock. <laughs> I'm wondering, do they have like like support groups or like user groups? Like you can start like a Facebook uh, group with like new friends. And these are, these are the other 249 people that share that one stock that you have. Oh, that's a great you guys could like plan outings. Yeah, yeah. I would think it'd be like a old school message board, right? You would, uh, if you have the one two hundred fiftieth or two hundred forty ninth or whatever the case may be, it's like the super top secret club that only you can get into. Yeah, and you know, there's like monthly meetups and stuff like that. Yeah, I, 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 I think that that you know, you make new friends. I think it'd be great. You got you guys went in on an, on an investment together. Yeah, gift exchange for Christmas. You know, and right now, you know, you and those uh, 250 or 249 other people, I mean, right now you guys are sharing between the 250 of you 50 cents because that, that's what the stock price is right now. It's 50 cents. <laughs> so you don't even have a penny's worth of stock. No, it's point. It's point two cents a person. Wow. Point two cents a person. So you, it's not even your two cents worth. It's your point two cents worth. It's not even two bits. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Damn. It's not even two bits. Yeah. Crap. Do you know how much two bits is? No. It's 25 cents. Oh, well, why don't they just say 25 cents? I don't know. And, and why, why, why is a bit worth 12.5 cents? I don't understand that. What's a bit? Why is it a bit? We don't even use that word anymore, do we? Do you know why I ever looked up that word? It was from the movie Groundhog Day. It, it's when, when they're doing the, the auction at the end and Chris Elia jumps on stage and the, the old lady's like, like, I bid two bits, and the mayor's like, sold for a quarter. Sold for a quarter. So does that mean if I bid two bits, I can buy MoviePass? <laughs> you, 
if you buy t- if you bid two bits, you could uh, buy half a movie pass. Yes, I can buy half a movie pass. So four bits. You'd be there, man. The movie pass is all mine. Yeah. Hmm. So let me ask you this: about I don't know a lot about the stock market, but if you went in and like I don't know how many shares of movie pass are publicly traded right now, but I would think for you could gain controlling interest in the company, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you probably could. Yeah. And you can ouster that shithead that keeps making all these changes to what came out as a great idea uh, originally. And, you know, that's, you know, what's causing the max mass exodus, I think, and what's causing them to lose money, you know, hand over fist ridiculously. Like it's, I think it's the changes, man. You get rid of this guy. So here, here's where we're at right now. Movie pass is ten bucks a month. They have three million people that are members of Movie Pass. Um, movie Pass uh, accommodates for six percent of the moviegoers nationwide. That's legit. Yeah, six percent, three million people, uh, ten bucks a month. What they're trying to do is they're trying to. That's thirty thirty million, right? Right, thirty million a month. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Ooh, gold star for me. Yeah, go I, ahead. I, I didn't even think about it that way. That's a really good point. Uh, what they're trying to do is is they're trying to reduce their costs by sixty percent each month. And the the way they're trying to do that is they're going inc- to uh, in the next month they're going to increase increase the price from uh, ten bucks a month to fifteen bucks a month. And they're going to go with this first run opening thing. If a movie opens on more than a thousand screens, you're going to be blocked out for two weeks now going forward. And they're going to start uh, rolling out this uh, thing to stop abuse where basically every uh, show you go to, you have to take pictures of your tickets and send them to MoviePass to, to show that you're not uh, scamming the system. Interesting. So, so can I tell you my experience with MoviePass yes, before you can. we go further? So when MoviePass dropped down to, because MoviePass has actually been around for a little while, and it was pretty expensive before. I think when I first heard about it, it was like thirty bucks a month. Maybe it was like fifty bucks a month. It was, but anyway, it wasn't what it was currently at ten dollars a month. And when it dropped down to ten dollars a month, and I read that, I was like, "This is this is genius. I want all of this. I want every part of this because I love going to the movies. Like to me." So going to the movies and the movie theater experience is just so nostalgic and so awesome to me. So I signed up for it and I signed and my wife, we signed her up as well because you shouldn't, couldn't share an account. So we both signed up for it. And this was, we saw our very first movie on August 21st of 2017. Do you want to know how many times I've used movie pass in the past 11 months? Uh, no. 48. You don't want to know? Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. All right. 48 times. Okay. So if, if MoviePass closes its doors and falls on its face tomorrow completely and they shut it down, I'd be like, I got my money's worth. But for the first few months, the issues that people were having with customer service and everything like that, I did not experience those issues. I I consistently went to the same two theaters. It was either if I wanted dinner in a movie, 
I would go to Studio Movie Girl, which I've talked about before in Wheaton. Phenomenal place. Uh, until cops show up with guns, then it's not so fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other place would be Charlestown HT 18, which is in, uh, St. Charles. And, uh, that's where I would have to use the movie pass debit card where you would go to check into the movie. They would load the money on the account and then you would, you know, scan a debit card. Uh, so I never had that experience. And then when they came out and they said they were going to require people to start taking pictures of their tickets, to reduce fraud and they were only going to have certain people do it, blah, blah, blah. I never had to do that until about two weeks ago. Uh And it asked me when I, when I checked in, it said, please scan, you know, take a picture of your stub and send it in. I was like, okay, weird, but that's fine. So I took a picture and I sent it in. And then there was this thing that happened last week where it said that, New run movies were not going to be available. So I look online. And I'm like, well, maybe my movie pass doesn't have that because I'm super special and they know me. Right. And then uh, so I look online and sure enough, when I looked at the Charlestown 18 theater, Mission Impossible was blocked out. It says uh, this screening is not supported or premium security not supported, whatever the error was. Uh, I was like, OK, fine, whatever. But then I said, well, let me check Studio Movie Grill. And you know what? At Studio Movie Grill, I could go see Mission Impossible. Uh, well, in, enjoy that for the rest of this month. Because uh, from, from what these articles are saying, that's going to be gone uh, starting next month. But I have this theory that it may not. Because any movie theater that I looked at after that, I was like, well, let me check some other theaters. Any movie theater that I looked at that was not an e-ticket movie theater, meaning you didn't just reserve your ticket, where you actually had to physically go to the theater and check in there, every single one of those theaters, you couldn't watch Mission Impossible 6. But every single theater that I found that was an e-ticket theater, you could watch Mission Impossible 6. And I wonder if these e-ticket theaters have a different agreement with MoviePass than these other theaters that requires the debit card. Because when you go to Studio Movie Grill, you actually see advertisements and stickers for Movie Pass there, where you never see that in any ones that require the check-in and the use of the debit card. Ah, uh, okay. The, the, there is some fine print about the first, uh, uh, the two-week blackout for the thousand-plus theater movies, where it says, uh, "unless made available on a promotional basis." So, so maybe they're part of that promotional program with Movie Pass. Yeah, I think that maybe there could be a potential agreement that they have with MoviePass to kind of, because if you think about like a place like Studio Movie Grill, right? The movie tickets we've talked about before, the movie tickets are not how they make their money. They make their money based on people going there and buying food, you know, where it's like eight to 10 bucks for a burger or, you know, $10 for a mixed drink or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. That's how those places make their money. The the money they make from the actual movie itself is probably minimal. So with that being said, I think that uh, that may continue as long as MoviePass is still around. Now the question becomes, how long is MoviePass still going to be around? Yeah, trying to make 60% uh 
cuts uh, in your overhead. That's that's huge. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, and all the all this fine print terms that are coming out, I think are, it's going to drive more people away. So it should be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, because if you drive people away, you're not going to make your money, period. Yeah. Like increasing the cost of $15 a month, to me, I'll still pay $15 a month as long as I can still see the movie. Um, if, But I'm also the type of person, if I have to wait till a movie's been out for two weeks, I'm okay with that as well. As long as they don't make it a ridiculous price. Now, let me ask you this question. What, based on what you've read and everything like that, and not being somebody that's actually participated in movies past, what do you think their biggest issue or issues are? From what I've read, um, most theater chains that they're working with, they're not getting special pricing from. So if, if the movie ticket's 12 bucks, they're paying that, 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 movie, that company 12 bucks. Um, okay. And um, if you're getting 10 bucks a month from someone and they're seeing two $12 a month movies at these theaters, uh, you're, you're never going to make any money. Correct. And so, so unless they have more deals with more, with more of the major theaters like the AMCs, who, who they've been kind of worn with the, with the last year, I think they're, uh, they're SOL. AMC has come out with their own type of subscription movie service. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, the consumer is going to be the one who wins because I think you're going to see a lot more of these subscription movie places come about. Even if MoviePass fails, you know, there's going to be somebody that comes along that does it better and they're going to figure it all out. So my next question to you is, what's the solution? Can MoviePass be saved? Charge more money. You think you think charging more money would save MoviePass? So up the subscription cost. Well, I, I'm just thinking. I, I I'm kind of trained in old school business methods. You you need to bring in more money every month than you spent. Correct. So so like like the Amazon uh, um, formula of oh no we make up with volume and market share doesn't register with me. I don't really get that. It worked for Amazon. But for me, I'm like, God, that seems weird. Uh, so, you know, my simple answer is, what do you got to do to take in more money than you spend every month? Uh, you know, the other packages like what AMC has and things like that, you know, it's, it's, uh, what, it's basically if you see three movies a month, you get one for free. Is the way, the way the AMC one works, which is, is a deal. You're saving money. It's nothing on the, on the same uh, level as uh, MoviePass, though. Right. But that seems more sustainable to me. So do you think at this point that MoviePass, if they were to, let's say they were to go that route and say, hey, you got to pay, let's say the cost of three movies is 36 bucks a month. And it's for, let's say your subscription is $30 a month and you can see up to four movies. Do you think that the people that have been part of MoviePass previously that have enjoyed this $10 a month for unlimited movies, do you think those people are going to leave? I mean, because people are already leaving now. Do mm -hmm. you think you gain those people back or do they stay away and you lose more people because this isn't what they signed up for? Yeah, I don't know. They're really kind of pushing their, their uh, users around by kind of changing the terms frequently in the last uh, three months. Right. And from, from what I've seen on Twitter, people are getting kind of fed up with them. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think maybe they may have made uh, too, too many moves recently. 
I I agree with that. I think too many moves in the moves are instantaneous. You know, it's not, hey, next month we're gonna make this small tweak and we're gonna make another tweak in a month from now. Like they're not there's no warning that they're gonna do this. This is just the app doesn't allow you to use it unless you update it and if you update it then those terms and conditions change and how you can use the service. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Derek, you've bought all the shares in MoviePass. You're the CEO. You say increase the price of the subscription, and that's how we stay afloat. Or do you have something else? Well, MoviePass is part of a big uh, IT company. I I say buy the company's uh, closed movie pass. I don't think it's savable. You think that all of the bad taste and the bad publicity has kind of ruined this thing to the point of no return, right? And the months and months of debt. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're right. Because you're inheriting a lot of debt. So let me ask you this then. Somebody comes to you and says, Derek, create me a subscription movie service to get people to the theaters. What do you, what are, what are, what are the, um, the guidelines? What are the restrictions? Like, how do you create that? What does it look like? I create relationships with the theaters first and work with the theaters before I offer a product. Okay. Well, well, movie pass has been, uh, the guys that talk about how they're trying to disrupt, disrupt a, um, an entrenched industry. Yeah. I mean, they, they come right out and say that. Uh, the entrenched industry doesn't like that. Uh, I'd much rather work along with the entrenched industry. Okay. If the deals are there, then you have a product. If you don't have the deals there, I don't think you have a product. Okay. So Netflix, right? Costs nine ninety nine a month. You can watch two TVs at the same time. Mm-hmm. How is there? How is it different for them than it is for MoviePass? Uh. Well, I don't know if Netflix models a successful model either. They're guys that are in tremendous debt every year as well. Will Netflix be around in five years? I don't know. What's your gut tell you? Uh, well, they're, they're, they're certainly gobbling up market share. But but now the, the, the subscription wars are starting really soon with everyone launching their own app. So the next few years is going to be very interesting. Right now, that they do have a, have a bunch of content that people are hooked on, so they could potentially raise costs or raise prices uh, to keep up with that. So, or do they stop cut, cutting down on how much independent content they make? Uh, there's a lot of things, a lot of switches they can they can turn in, in the next few years. Interesting. I think there's a way to create this subscription service for movies that doesn't necessarily cost a lot of out of pocket. For the consumer, uh, I think it's higher than $10 a month. I do believe what you said, that it has to be an agreement with the theater. But I also think that maybe it's, you can't watch a movie within two weeks of premiere unless you pay extra. You can watch, maybe it's four or five matinee movies for the month and one whatever they call that prime time or, you know, the non matinee mm-hmm. time movie per month. And you sell that subscription. Service. I would sign up for that. 
You wouldn't or you would? I would not. Because you would want to go whenever you want. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and not so much, you know, if, it, if they limited me to matinees, I, I'd be okay with it. As Hollywood's building the hype for a movie and there's ads nonstop and everyone's talking about it. You want it to come out. You, you're ready for it. You're ready for it. It's like, oh, it's, it came out now. I'm so excited. Now I just have to wait two more weeks while everyone spoils the movie for me. It's true. While I see the second run trailers that tells, t- tells you more about the movie's storyline. No way. Not for someone like me. Yeah. I can see that. So is the solution not really getting people to go to the theater? Maybe the solution is more movies directly uh, sent to on demand when they open. How do you mean? So movie opens on Friday in the U.S. It premieres the next Tuesday on on demand and you can buy it or rent it on on demand that following week. And, you know, maybe instead of you renting it for a normal rental cost of three ninety nine, maybe it costs you nine ninety nine to rent the movie. Would you do that? Mm, would I do that? No. Uh, well, eh, maybe. I, I never got, I, I'm not a big rental guy. Well, I do Redbox, though. I don't know. It, it, it kind of takes the whole moving going experience out of the, uh, out of it, doesn't it? It does. And if people are leaving the movies, like, people aren't seeing movies, like, uh, okay, we see the box office, right? And for every Avengers that's making a billion dollars, you have a crap ton of movies that aren't making their money back. Mm -hmm. So Hollywood's got to come up with a different way. And people are staying at home more. I mean, everything is geared towards people never leaving their house. So if you could do that, and maybe it's not the following Tuesday, maybe it's the following Friday. It's been out at the theater for a week, bam, get your money. Or maybe it's you release it instead of, you know, 12 weeks after released at the box office. Maybe it's four weeks before it hits home video. I think that the long term for Hollywood is not the movie theater. As much as I love the movie theater, I just don't think it's the long term solution. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I don't think anything big is going to happen soon, but in the, in the coming decade, yeah, absolutely. I think that'll, that that dynamic will change quite a bit. Knowing what you know now, would you have signed up a year ago and taken a year at nine ninety nine a month in unlimited movies? Maybe, yeah, I, I, I may have. Uh, like, like I said back then, I, I you know I was not I was going to the theater maybe six times a year. Right now, it seems like I'm this year. I've been going more. So if I was like this last year, yeah, I probably would have signed up for it. Yeah, and I just want everybody to know: using MoviePass forty-eight times does not mean that I went to the movies forty-eight times. Sometimes my kids, I would take them to the movies, check in, drop them off, hey, go see the movie. Um, it was not always me going to the movies because as much as I would love to go to the movies that many times, I did go a lot, but not 48. <laughs> That's not bad. When I was a kid, my parents and I went to the movies almost every single week. Yeah. I mean, it, it was five bucks a ticket and that, that was our Thursday night thing. We'd go to the movies and see whatever was going, whatever was out there. So, yeah, I mean, you get movie theaters, all kinds of movie theaters 
Tuesday, $5 movies mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. even, even the prime time stuff. So it's like, you know, there, there's a way to reduce those costs and those movie theaters still make money, but, um, but it doesn't seem st- sustainable. And I think we would both agree at this point that it's, it's a matter of when, not a matter of if for movie pass. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we're talking about these changes to the contracts that they're making and, uh, you know, what they've got planned, lined up, and, uh, and moving out with the new terms of service. Uh, a Twitter user, Ellie uh, Gortz, uh, she went through and read the real fine print on uh, the, the new MoviePass terms, and she's just like, oh, just my luck. According to the new MoviePass terms, MoviePass is now allowed to have sex with my wife. And, and she followed up with, and the worst part of all of it is, I still have to use my own money to go see Mission Impossible 2 for the first two weeks. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Wow. Break out those chastity belts. <laughs> well, very good. Speaking of companies that are doing, you know, a bunch of uh, funny stuff online and uh, trying to draw business, trying to stay relevant and, and all that. Back in June, IHOP launched their big marketing campaign uh, for 60 pancake and years. We've been IHOP. Now we're flipping our name to IHOB. Uh, and then on 6-11, June 11th, they went through and they did the big change to IHOB, making themselves the International House of Burgers. Now, that marketing campaign, uh, they changed all their social media accounts from IHOP to IHOB. Uh, they did a bunch of pretty funny uh, commercials, actually, that were pretty good. And they're, they're trying to get people in and, and uh, introduce the world to uh, the new uh, IHOB burgers. And that campaign is done. They've switched all their media accounts back. Uh, they're back doing burgers and pancakes. Uh, and the uh, people at I- IHOP think that the campaign was a total success. Their biggest problem was they had a great breakfast rush uh, every day, but lunch and dinner, they didn't get that much business. They're trying to even out their days, and they feel like this campaign has helped with that quite a bit. So kudos to them. Um, All this said and done, uh, guess how many stores actually changed their signs from IHOP to IHOB? Well, I didn't see any. So I would guess to say... One. So somebody did do it? Yeah, their flagship stores in Hollywood, California... They went through and actually brought the cranes out and, and officially changed the signs over for a couple of months. Oh, man. So when I heard about this, I was actually in California. And I was like, that's crap. They didn't do that nonsense. And I saw the commercials. <laughs> yep. So I could have. I was in Hollywood, man. I could have seen the IHOP. You could have. Yeah. Damn it. Forget the Hollywood sign. I wanted to see IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's gone. It's I'll gone. never get that time back. You won't. Never never get it back. Mm. But when they were doing this whole campaign back in June, uh, all the other fast food uh, franchises, uh, they had a lot of fun with this. They really did. Wendy's in particular had a lot of fun with this. And they were all just trolling uh, IHOP for doing this. What, what did Wendy's do? So the first tweet from Wendy's was, remember when you were like seven and you thought changing your name to Thunder Bear Sword would be the super coolest thing ever? It's like that, but our cheeseburgers are still better. (laughs) I do like Wendy's cheeseburgers. Yeah. A guy named Tony came back at Wendy's and said, uh, hey, Wendy's, you just going to let IHOP sell burgers on your block? Thought you were the OG. Wendy's came back with, not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> nice. 
So is this the ghost of Dave or like, who is this from Wendy? <laughs> this is Wendy, man. Oh, this is Wendy. Yep. Represent. Represent. Pigtails and all. Pigtails. Red pigtails, raggedy Ann looking. OG. Wow. Dave must be proud. <laughs> yep. He's up there talking to Jesus saying, I knew one day she'd make something of herself. <laughs> Uh, Pan, uh, Burger King got it on the fun. Uh, also, uh, the day after on June 12th, they released, released a brand new graphic for for their new change, their new trademark. They changed their name to Pancake King and they got a graphic where it says Pancake King. It looks just like the Burger King logo, but ins- instead of the words being sandwiched in between hamburger buns, it's sandwiched in between stacks of pancakes. Eh. And they came out with uh, on Twitter and said Pancake King, formerly Burger King, Really out here just trolling IHOP for their name change? Yeah, Wendy's did it better. <laughs> Wendy's was pretty good. I, I, I led with a strong one. Yeah. Uh, Netflix came back on the 11th saying, uh, be right back, changing our name to Netflib. Netflib? Instead of, you know, a B in the end instead of, a, you know, their X. Okay. Kadoba right. also released a, a new graphic for them with them changing their name from Kadoba to Kadopa. Kadopa? And, and they sent a note to uh, to IHOP saying, hey, IHOP, we'll trade you. Okay. Wait a minute. Isn't Qdoba the one that had like all the issues with Salmonella? Uh, no, that was Chipotle. That was Chipotle, yeah. Okay, very good. I was about to say, Qdoba's got their own shit to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the model, Christine Teigen, she came out with uh, on Twitter saying, uh, IHOP is the guy who gets a face tattoo of the girl's name after their first date. Ooh, ouch. So you say, uh, that's the wife of John Legend, right? Uh, sure. You don't know. She's also a co-star, uh, co-host for uh, Lip Sync Battle with LL Cool J. Sure. Yeah. Totally, man. Go with it, dude. LL Cool J, the man. Okay, continue on, sir. White White Castle came out. That is not a huge thing, but they had to add add to the fun on the 11th, and they they just said, we're excited to change our name from White Castle to Pancake Castle. (laughs) I like White Castle. The guilty pleasure. Oh, God, yes. So, word to the wise, if you are a company that's going to do a big uh, social media campaign to drum a business, the business might drum, get drummed up. It might work, but you might get some shade online for doing it. True that. Like, I can't, I, I am dumbfounded that they consider it a success. When I heard about that, I was like, this is the most ignorant thing I've ever heard of in my life. House of Burgers. What the hell? <laughs> they had a good point. You know, they, they really, they had, they had the breakfast rush and that was it. They wanted to get the dinner crowd and the lunch crowds going. And it looked like it worked. So we'll see if that that helps them out. What the hell? Somebody's like yelling out their car. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like what is wrong with these people? Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Maybe he wants a burger from IHOB. Could be. So it's all, gu- it's all done now, right? It's all done? Well, they still got burgers and they still got pancakes, but uh, that marketing campaign is done, yes. Waffle House never came out and said, hey, we're going to be Burger House. Yeah, you know, I I don't follow uh, uh, the Waffle Houses on on the Twitters, but uh, maybe they did. I didn't see it. 
I love Waffle House, man. So, so your dad, when we went to Myrtle Beach, right, and we're driving from the suburbs of Chicago, my family in one car and your parents in another car, did you, there's no wife, Waffle Houses up here. We all know this, right? There's no Waffle Houses around Chicago, which is a freaking disgrace. Get a freaking Waffle House in Chicago, man. Holy shit. Everybody needs 2 a.m. greasy-ass food from Waffle House, okay? <laughs> so anyway, you don't see Waffle Houses between here and Indianapolis. You get to Indianapolis, I counted. Because I wanted to annoy the piss out of my wife along the highway the entire trip from Indianapolis to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 91 Waffle Houses along our trip. So this is it. This is how we save movie pass. With Waffle House? For $10 a month, you can go to any Waffle House and eat as many waffles as you want for free. You just have to pay for everything else. I don't understand the logic. <laughs> that, that's what we're going to do. That, we're going we're to take Movie Pass. We're going to change the name to Waffle Pass. Any Waffle House you go to, free waffles, 10 bucks a month. Yes! You want eggs? You want burgers? You want anything else? That's what you're you got to pay, pay for. You got to pay for that. Yep. Oh, that's, yes. Unlimited waffles. Yep. 10 bucks a month. Well, that doesn't help us because, again, there's no Waffle House around us, Derek. Hey, but by, by this campaign will be such a, a success that they will expand the franchise. They're going to start building Waffle Houses? I'm all in, dude. You can take my money right now. I love steak and eggs at Waffle House. So good. You know, they freaking drop the forks on the ground, pick them up and wipe it on their pants and then stick it on your plate. Yep. <laughs> That's good food right there. Mm -hmm. Just like how mom used to make. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> uh, yes. We ate at the Waffle House in Indianapolis. You remember that? I do, yeah. For the uh, Notre Dame-Purdue um, game. Yes, sir. Best Waffle. I love Waffle House. We need more Waffle Houses everywhere. Forget Cracker Barrel and IHOB and IHOP. And maybe next time it'll be uh, IHOW. House of Waffles. Ah, I thought you were going to say water. Oh. <laughs> the International House of Water. Yep. <laughs> they put in fish tanks everywhere. Fish tanks. More fish tanks. That's what we need. And they just give you a straw to drink out of the fish tank. Somebody stole a shark. Did you hear this? Oh, my God. Mm -mm. Sorry. I don't want to go on this tangent, but I had to tell you this story. Aquarium in San Antonio. Three people. Two men and a woman. Reached into the tank and stole a shark. They wrapped it in a towel and put it in a baby stroller. And walked out of the aquarium with the shark. Did they have water in the stroller? No. The towels were wet. Okay. And then they put it in water in the trunk of the car. They stole a shark from aquarium, Derek. Dude. One person is now in custody and the shark is back at the aquarium. Oh my God. This is like the plot to Ocean's Nine. We need to write the script. <laughs> I'm like, how do you steal a shark, man? All right, so IHOB was a success. Yes. Supposedly. Mm -hmm. But would they tell you if it was a failure? <laughs> good point. Very good point. They wouldn't come out and say, yeah, we're a bunch of assholes, and that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you know, Nick, if we can't, you know, trust American corporations, who can we trust? I don't know, because I'm thinking in six months, all of a sudden we're going to get this news release that we talk about. And it says International House of Pancakes has done a complete overhaul, just like Warner Brothers did after Justice League bombed. Mm. They were like, oh, this is a great movie. Oh, we made a lot of money. And then all of a sudden there's a complete restructuring. Yeah. It could be because the same company that owns IHOP also owns Applebee's, I believe. Oh, I thought you were going to say they own the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no one is taking ownership of the DC Extended Universe right now. <laughs> That's true. It's like free for all. They're Make all like, whatever movies you want. They're all like, well, I've, I've, I made a movie uh, for the Extended Universe, but I, I wouldn't say it's my universe. Nor would I would say it technically is considered a movie. all right man july 15th what happened on twitter on july 15th is considered quite possibly the greatest twitter tweet ever tweeted twitter tweet ever tweeted yes i taught i taught a putty tat i did i did what happened on july 15th on the twitter verse film critic hulk said okay time for q a uh just killing times before my friends show up. Let's go. And a young man or a gentleman by the name of Corey Taylor chimed in. And he chimed in with, okay, you can replace the cast of any movie with Muppets, but you have to keep one of the human actors. What movie and what humans do you keep? And this generated the longest Twitter thread I have ever seen. And it is just awesome. Okay. Do you have some examples? I, oh, I've got thousands of examples from this thread, and so many of them just crack me up. Okay, well, let's give a couple of them. <laughs> oh, no, we can go days with this, man. Uh, do you remember the, the film Galaxy Quest? Yes, I do. Galaxy Quest, keep Alan Rickman. And Alan Rickman shows up on this list uh, quite a bit, and what everyone basically says synonymously is, always keep Alan Rickman. Amen. It's like that, say, be yourself unless you can be Batman and always be Batman. Or die hard and you keep Alan Rickman. True. Okay. I like it. See, I would say die hard and you keep Carl Winslow. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) But that's just me. Now, I would say Fozzie Bear would be John McClane. Fozzie Bear is John McClane. Dude, I dig it. I dig it. And Beaker is freaking Hans Gruber. (laughs) <laughs> yeah come out to the coast have a few drinks have a good time <laughs> waka 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 <laughs> now I have machine gun ho ho waka 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 <laughs> oh god <laughs> lord of the rings keep Viggo Mortensen Three hours per movie of Aragorn being terribly serious amongst Muppets. Isn't that essentially what that movie was anyway? <laughs> you can have some such things as Sam the Eagle playing Gandalf, Piggy as Galadriel. Ooh, The Sixth Sense. Keep Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> I see dead Muppets. I see felt people. <laughs> That's good. That's good. The Matrix. Keep Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith. 
his his annoyance is directed towards Muppets would just be hilarious. Ah, I could dig that. I dig that. Kermit as Neo. I could see that. <laughs> okay. Give me another one. Jurassic Park. Keep Jeff Goldblum. Now, let me ask you this about Jurassic Park, though. Are the dinosaurs Muppets, too? There's a theory on here that the dinosaurs are actually Jeff Goldblum as well. <laughs> Mind blown. Wow. But, but yes, you could have the, the Muppets as dinosaurs. Very good. Castaway. Remember Castaway with Tom Hanks? Yes. Keep Wilson. But, okay. It, there's not a whole lot of people in that movie <laughs> at all. So, like, eh. All right, let me ask you. What movie would you choose? Avengers Infinity War. Keep Thanos. And the rest are Muppets? Yes. He's like, just kill all the Muppets? Yes. <laughs> kill half the Muppets. Ah, kill half the Muppets. Uh, so I would say Braveheart. Ooh. Keep keep the king Longshanks. Oh, good Paul. That'd be good. <laughs> and Gonzo is William Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else we got have here. Mash, keep Alan Alda. That would be good, man. Fozzie as Trapper John, Miss Piggy as Hot Lips, Gonzo as Klinger, Sam the Eagle as Frank Burns, Scooter as Radar. Oh, God, that'd be what, good. What about Full Metal Jacket, Keep the Drill Sergeant? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I would totally go see that film. I would spend 12 real dollars on that film. <laughs> or, or Stripes, and you keep the Drill Sergeant. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about, okay, do you remember the talented Mr. Ripley? Yes. Keep Matt Damon. He kills and assumes the life of Kermit, hoping no one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That, that is really good. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Keep Ving Rames. Oh, nice. I like that. I like that. Ah. Uh, Mission Impossible, keep uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. I think I could see that. Ooh. Uh, cool Runnings, keep John Candy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be great. Clue, keep Tim Curry. Oh, that would be good too, man. <laughs> it, keep Pennywise. Yep. The Shining, <laughs> keep Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't uh, the princess ahead. bride keep andre the giant see i don't know man i would keep inigo montoya okay and he's just running around telling muppets <laughs> that same damn thing <laughs> you killed my father prepare to die prepare to die uh what about willow and you keep willow yeah maybe not the same what, what about val kilmer now that that would be good. That might be the better one. Uh, so, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, keep Alan Rickman. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> A spoon, brother. A spoon. I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. 
<laughs> It'll hurt more. It's dull. He's the painted man. <laughs> Ooh. Ferris Bueller, keep Cameron. Ooh, nice. What about seven? Keep Kevin Spacey. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> What's in the box? All right. How would Kermit say that? What's in the box? Uh, all right, sir. I think we should we should pick this up again on Thursday. This is this is funny, and I'm pulling up to the house. All right, man. And I know that there's other things that you would like to discuss. Sure. All right, sir. I will. Uh, I would talk to you later on. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.